Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi folks, welcome to another Friday episode of the 59th Minute FPL Podcast, which is brought to you by Fantasy Football Scouts. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General, hitting the record button just as the last few pressers are finishing up on Friday afternoon. Game Week 36 deadline is 11am UK time on Saturday, 90 minutes before Leeds versus Newcastle kicks off. Some of you will be holding out for some early team news for that one, I'm sure. It's a double game week this week for Newcastle and Brighton. The Magpies play Leeds away and Brighton at home, while the Seagulls face Arsenal and Newcastle in two away matches. On today's episode, I'll round up the pressers, answer questions from Twitter, discuss the captaincy and talk you through my transfer plans. The team news for Gimmick 36, first stop is Arsenal. There was some reports earlier in the week from The Athletic that Saliba and Zinchenko were going to be out for the season, but Arteta denied that today. He didn't rule Zinchenko out for the season. And he did say Saliba will miss Game Week 36. He's unlikely to feature in Game Week 37, but he didn't rule either player out for the campaign. At Aston Villa, Unai Emery has a fully fit squad to choose from, apart from reserve goalkeeper Jed Steer. At Bournemouth, Marcus Tavernier and Traore remain on the sidelines. No updates at the time of recording from Brentford's. At Brighton, confirmation that Solly March has been ruled out. Webster, the centre-back, will also miss Game Week 36. Brighton manager Deserby said he hopes Solly March can play the last two games of the season. So if that's the case, it would be the second game of double Game Week 37 and then the Game Week 38 fixture. So I think if you own Solly March, it is time to sell. At Chelsea, Wesley Fofana is back in full training. Koulibaly is in managed training, whatever that means. And players like Chilwell, James... Kukurea and Mason Mount have all been ruled out and they're all in a race to feature again before the end of the season. Crystal Palace, Milivojevic is out and Jeffrey Slup will be checked. Everton, Seamus Coleman's had surgery for an ACL injury 
and he is out for the season but should be fit for the new campaign. At Fulham, Alexander Mitrovic, remember him, he is back this week following his 8th game suspension. Could be a nice differential for those of you chasing. At Leeds, players remain out, Cooper, Dallas, Adams and Sinistera. At Leicester City, Iheanacho is back earlier than expected, but he won't feature in Game Week 36, but he should be fine for Game Week 37. At Liverpool, Firmino and Keita are not yet back in team training. Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. A few comments on Nathan Ake. He said, I think he's much better. We have training in a few hours and then we will decide. So Ake looks like he's close to a return. There's also a few comments from Pep about the Everton game. He said, my thinking is just Everton. No more than that. Not much time because we play Sunday. But the real, real priority is the game at Goodison Park. So he was obviously questioned about the Champions League game. He said all of his focus for now is on Everton. At Manchester United, big news just came out this afternoon. Marcus Rashford is a doubt for the weekend. Ten Hag's comments were he has a problem, an injury in his leg. So he's a big question mark for tomorrow. So what do we do? Do we keep him? Do we sell him? Do we bench him? He's in my team I think I'm probably just going to leave him in the starting 11 because I've got a Stupinen as a first sub to come in. If Rashford plays, great. If he misses out altogether, I've got a decent sub to come in. Varane is back for Manchester United, so it wasn't all bad news. At Newcastle, a few comments from Eddie Howe on Isak and Wilson playing together. He said, they were on the pitch together, but they weren't a partnership as such. I saw enough from Alex to know he can play in that position. And I know Callum in the number nine role is an outstanding player. Playing together is something I'll definitely consider. Longstaff looks like he's out as well. Almiron's pretty much 100% fit. So I think Isak and Wilson are both really good options. And I think the double up is certainly viable for this game week as well. I'm slightly leaning towards Isak as my Watkins replacement. I'm just more bullish on his minutes over Wilson's. I like the fact that Isak can play those two positions through the middle or wide left. At Nottingham Forest, Aurier will be checked and Dennis is out. At Southampton, there'll be a late fitness test for Shea Adams and Bella Kotchap is out for the season. Nothing of note at Tottenham. At West Ham, Soufal is likely to miss out and a late call will be made on Ogbonna, who missed the European game due to illness. And finally, at Wolves, nothing of note there either. Could be some rotation with Wolves now safe. So that's your team news rounded up ahead of the weekend's FPL action. Question time now. Thank you for sending them in. Going to tackle 10 of the best, which should hit all of the main talking points going into the weekend. I did note these questions down before the Rashford news, but I don't think that will change things too much. I'll try to remember that when I'm answering these. Question from FPL Yogi. Am I crazy to consider playing Trent over a Stupinen or Botman? Yeah, a lot of benching headaches this week. Trent has a single game week, but it's against Leicester. Liverpool are playing well. Leicester are not. Trent's also playing that more advanced role, so it's very hard to bench him. Estupinen and Botman both have double game weeks. Newcastle's fixtures are better, but Botman has less attacking threat than Estupinen. 
Stupin and, and Brighton. They've got tricky fixtures. I don't really foresee any clean sheets for Brighton in this double game week. So I'm quite happy to bench a Stupin in. I'm breaking one of my rules. I usually never bench a double game week player. But on this occasion, I'm making an exception to the rule because it's Trent and because it's a good fixture and because he's looking great in recent game weeks and the underlying numbers are good as well. So I've got Trent in my starting 11. I've got a Stupin in first sub. And like I said, if Rashford misses out, at least I've got a decent double gaming option to come in there. Question from FPL Ukraine. What about a minus four to switch Botman to Callum Wilson to double up on the Newcastle strikers? This is probably one of the most common questions I've seen all week on social media. Do you remove Botman for a minus four to get a Wilson or an Isak for the double up? And I don't mind it. It's not something... It's not my style. I avoid hits as much as possible. If I've already got a double game week Newcastle defender who's going to get two games, take a minus four to remove him. You're putting a lot of pressure on the striker to deliver. If a clean sheet or two was to happen, that move could easily backfire. So I'm very much in the camp of you stick with your double Newcastle defence if you have it, if it means taking a hit. If you've got free transfers, let's say you've got two free transfers, if you can turn Botman into a Wilson or an Isak, I like that a lot more when it's not going to cost you points. But I've got Fabian Scher, I've got Trippier, I've got two frees, and I'm not planning to make the switch, although I do have you know a solid March problem to deal with. But I would probably just stick with what you have, but more aggressive managers out there than me will be quite open to that minus four if you're going to back the attack over the defence. So it comes down, I suppose, what kind of manager you are and maybe what your goals are for the final few weeks of the season. If you're doing well, if you're happy with your rank, you can probably just stick with Botman. If you're if you're trying to make up ground, maybe make an aggressive move and go for the two strikers. Question from FPL Caro. If you had Martinelli on your bench... Would you replace Solly March or roll the transfer? I think in this case, I would probably play Martinelli. Again, it depends on, you know, do you have McAllister already? Do you have Matoma already? Because I do like a sideways switch from Solly March to one of the Brighton midfielders. If you're already, you know, well stocked up on, on Brighton, or maybe you don't have that much faith in them for the double game because of the fixtures and the current form. Martinelli in his own right is a very good option at home to Brighton, who don't keep many clean sheets. Arsenal are still gunning for the title. Doesn't make much sense to put Martinelli on the bench, given how good he's been this season and with the fixture. So I would happily start Martinelli, roll a transfer, and maybe sell Solly March with two free transfers next game week. Question from Mog. If I transfer Robertson out this week, I could get Salah or Kane for the last two game weeks of the season with no hits, who do you reckon would be the best pick? So who is the best pick between Salah and Kane for the final two game weeks? My gut feeling before I looked at any transfers is just get Salah because Tottenham are, sorry, Liverpool are a better team than Tottenham at the moment. Fixture-wise, Salah plays Aston Villa at home and Southampton away in the final two game weeks, whereas Kane will play Brentford at home and leads away. So there's probably not too much between those fixtures. I would rate them fairly equally. Tottenham's versus Liverpool's. And again, I'm just very much in the Mo Salah camp at this stage of the season. He's on it. Liverpool are on it. Kane's been great all season. But I still find it hard to trust Tottenham. And I feel like Kane, his ceiling is not as high as Salah's. If I asked you who's more likely to get a 15-pointer between now and the end of the season, I think most people would probably say Salah as opposed to Kane. Kane will probably continue to tick along nicely, maybe six to eight points per game week. 
but I'm hopeful that Salah can go big at least once more before game week 38. So I would go Salah over Kane. Question from D. Wilhelmson. I've got McAllister, Matoma, Isak and two free transfers. Is Watkins to Wilson the obvious move? Yeah, I think it is. Again, got to factor in Rashford here. I presume you probably have him as well as most people do. I just think when there's, if there's no more information on Rashford, and if he just remains a doubt, and we don't get any confirmation that he's going to miss out, he's got the double game week the week after. So I think we should just hold on to him because, I mean, if Rashford, even if he did miss game week 36, if he's back for 37, you're going to want him for those two fixtures. So I think Rashford is a hold as long as you've got a decent sub to come in if needed. Is Watkins to Wilson the obvious move if you already have Isak? Yeah, I think it is. I really like the idea of having Wilson and Isak because I feel like in a game like, like this, there's every chance that one of the Newcastle strikers goes big and it's impossible to know which one it's going to be before the game week. So if you buy both tickets, there's a better chance that you're going to win that lottery. And you can always just jump off one of them then the following week for another possibly another double gaming player or a player like Jesus or Calvert-Lewin or even a Mitrovic or something like that. So yeah, I probably would make the Watkins to Wilson move if I already had Isak. Question from Vardy Boys. Is it worth buying Wilson for a hit and benching Mares? Now this is a trickier one because Mares didn't play the Champions League. I expect him to start away to Everton. I know Everton just beat Brighton 5-1, but I think Manchester City is a different story. And they should win that game against Everton. And Mares, we've seen it with the two assists for Gundogan in the last game week. I do like Mares as an option this week. So I would probably keep him rather than take a hit for Callum Wilson. I wouldn't be benching Mares if you had him. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Question from Sebastian. I have Alvarez on the bench. Is it worth saving the transfer? Keeping Solly March for one more week on the bench and playing Alvarez. I don't have Matoma, but I do have McAllister. So again, similar to the Mares one, do you bench Alvarez or do you make the move? Again, previous question, I should have said it depends on which Brighton midfielders you already have. Because I think if you don't have McAllister or if you don't have Matoma, it makes sense to get them because... You know, it is four matches, possibly four starts. You know, it may not be four starts in the next two game weeks, but some of them might get four starts. You never know. So I think even if you have Alvarez on your bench, I would still probably go and get McAllister or Matoma. And I still slightly favour Matoma as a pick. I know he's been quiet recently, but passes the eye test, lots of touches in the box. I think he'll be back in the points soon. McAllister's got the points in the most recent game weeks, but I'd, I'd probably go and get Matoma or McAllister if you favour him. Question from Gary Westcott. What players can people put in their teams to go hard on the last three game weeks to catch up with people in the mini league? So differentials are what Gary is looking for here. Had a look at the watch list, had a look at the fixtures, 
a few names that come to mind. Mitrovic is the forgotten man. He's not in any teams. And I think the fixtures are okay for Fulham. He could come back with a bang after not kicking a ball for quite a long time. Jesus at Arsenal is getting overlooked because everyone's buying Newcastle strikers. Some people are even buying the likes of Ferguson or Enciso at Brighton. Jesus, nice differential, three good fixtures. Ferguson himself, I like as a differential. May not get, you know, four or five starts, but if he gets, you know, two or three starts plus minutes in both other games, could score well. Calvert-Lewin after this week, he's got Man City this week. After that, could be decent for 37 and 38. I still like Bukayo Saka or any Arsenal midfielder for that matter. But if you are looking for a differential, Saka's probably the lowest owned in your mini leagues and around your rank. So I like him. He's a penalty taker. He's had a very good season. I think it's 25 attacking returns for the season. Easy to forget that because he's been quieter in recent times, but could come back with those good fixtures. Always like Madison as an option. Fixtures on paper are not great, but he can trump them. Wilfred Zaha, another differential I like at Crystal Palace with good fixtures. And if you're going for a defensive punt, Pedro Porro at Tottenham, taking almost every Tottenham corner at the moment. Good from open play. Got the assist for Harry Kane recently. And he likes a pop at goal as well. Probably not too many clean sheets coming there, but possibly some attack and returns. So there's a few outside-of-the-box ideas for chasers. Question from FPL Just Brill. Is Double Gaming 37's fixtures more appealing to plan for than Double Gaming 36? So yeah, keep this in mind. If you're in doubt about your transfers for Gaming 36, don't forget that you're going to want to target some Double Game Week teams in 37 as well. For example, if you're not already tripled up on Manchester United or Manchester City, you might want to hold a transfer back for those teams next game week. Don't get you know, tunnel visioned into Brighton and Newcastle players this week if you think City and Manchester United guys might be better next game week. Question from Rich. Final question for the week. If we have bench boost still available, when is the best time to use it if we have double Brighton, Newcastle, United and Liverpool? 36 or 37? Again, very team dependent, but I'm seeing a lot of teams this week with the likes of Trent, Estupinen, Botman, Luke Shaw on their benches with decent fixtures or double game weeks. So I think this week is looking pretty good for a bench boost. Although if Rashford misses out, that might scupper it a wee bit. So maybe keep an eye out for more information on that. And if you are doubtful about Rashford, maybe 37 might be better for the bench boost with a bit more information. Maybe save a transfer this week and kind of use two free transfers to get a stronger bench for your bench boost next game week. But I think my tip here is next season, Try get your bench boost out of the way earlier in the season rather than having to you know play at 36, 37 or 38. But good luck if you are playing it at any point between now and the end of the season. Make sure you do play it. Don't waste the chip. Now the important stuff, captaincy, transfers and what my team is looking like for the weekend. Captaincy first of all. I think the key candidates are the Newcastle guys. I think Isak, I slightly favour Isak over Wilson. So I think Isak is probably the best captaincy candidate for the game week. Although I do like Trippier as well. For someone like myself, I'm trying to make up about 20 points on the top 10k. And it's quite attractive. Trippier to me is quite attractive to try and bridge that gap. Because I think most managers above me will go Isak or maybe even Wilson. So I'm quite tempted to go Trippier as a slight differential. I, I'm sure Trippier will still get captained by a significant number of managers, but I think the lack of clean sheets and the lack of attacking returns recently will put a lot of people off 
But again, the fixtures are good. Leeds and Brighton. The thing about Trippier versus Isak and Wilson as well, you've got no concerns about minutes. You know Trippier's probably going to get 180, whereas Isak and Wilson might get 130, 140. So minutes is attractive for Trippier. I've had the armband on him all week because I haven't bought Isak yet, and I might end up leaving it there. So I need to give Captain C some more thought tonight and tomorrow morning, but it's definitely going to be one of those two. It's going to be Isak when I bring him in, or... I might go for that slight differential in Trippier. Don't have much to lose. 21k. As long as I get top 50k, I'm happy. So I might, you know, take a slight gamble on the Newcastle defence over their attackers. And I don't Isak anyway, so hopefully the damage wouldn't be too big if Isak did do well and Trippier disappointed. Other options. Matoma, McAllister, absolutely fine captaincy candidates as well. I just don't like their fixtures as much as Newcastle because it's Arsenal and Newcastle. Haaland's a captaincy candidate away to Everton. Just don't like that it's in between the Champions League games and I'm always going to back a doubler. Salah's a good captaincy candidate against Leicester. Maybe even Trent. Was it 24 points Trent scored against Leicester away back in 2019-20? Pretty sure it was Boxing Day. A lot of us have bad memories there because a lot of us sold them shortly beforehand. Pretty sure, pretty sure I did sell them shortly beforehand. I feel like I have fond memories, but the more I think about it, maybe he wasn't in my team. I remember being in a pub that night, watching it all unfold. Three assists, a goal, clean sheet, three bonus. Hopefully something similar from Trent against Leicester this time out. But yes, Isak or Trippier will be getting my armband. My transfers for the game week, what I've been doing all year since the World Cup restart is keeping things simple, not overthinking it, making the obvious transfers, and that's not going to change this week. I'm going to do March to McAllister. And I'm going to do Watkins to Isak, which was always the plan from a couple of weeks back. Uh, I'll probably just play Rashford. And I've got a Stupinen on the bench because I'm going to start Trent. So the team will look like Raya and goal. A back three of Trent, Trippier and Fabian Scher. Midfield five, McAllister, Matoma, Salah, Bruno and hopefully Rashford. And up front, Erling Haaland and Alexander Isak. The bench is Everson, a stupid in first sub, Luke Shaw second sub, and Sam Greenwood as third. There'll be one million left in the bank after I make those transfers. So one eye on game week 37 is probably going to be a Manchester City defender coming in, possibly even Ederson. I feel like I'm missing out on the Ederson fun. I feel like I need to get on this roller coaster and experience what it feels like to concede from one shot on target. So I might I might do that for game week 37 and game week 38. That's it for this week. Best of luck for the Game Week folks and have a great weekend. I'll be back with two episodes next week, Monday at midday and Friday after the pressers. So make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. Please leave a review if you get a chance as well. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support me as a full-time FPL content creator, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash FPL general where you'll get lots of extra content or you can simply buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL general. Wishing you all a big fat green arrow in Game Week 36 and I will talk to you on Monday. Podcast Network.